recording on the cloud. It's not your grandpa's porn collection. It's the Black Tower Podcast. <laughs> Got him. Now we're with just newer with twice George as much paint. And I don't mean George W. <laughs> hey oh he means George 1960s called George Bush. George Bush? <laughs> what? The wilderness hey, must everybody. be explored. <laughs> oh God. Oh. That's such a top notch meme. Uh, speaking of top-notch memes, welcome to another episode of the Black Tower Podcast. <laughs> we are a Wheel of Time podcast. It's um, a top-notch meme. Yeah, and we will. We are a top-notch meme. Whether you're making fun of us or having a laugh with us, don't care. Just have fun. I am your Bajan Mahil. My name is Andrew. You might want to know that. You might not. <laughs> but now you do. His knowledge is Sometimes high. it is that hard. Hi, I'm the Soravon Mahale, and my name, colloquially known in some circles, is uh, Josh. And in other colloquial circles, he's known as Jam. It's true. (laughs) So if you go to a live stream of any kind and you see some asshole named Jam uh, commenting, that's me. Probably him, though we make no guarantees. There's always a chance that it's somebody else. And that's that would be weird because then if you're like, hey, I love the Wheel of Time, and they're like, who the actual fuck? Then it's going to be a weird conversation. But hey, maybe you'll make a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you might. I am the Finger Guns Mahale, uh, Daniel, also known as the Omencon Mahale, uh, which I think means Finger Guns in the old tongue, right? That's what we determined. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, Finger Guns Mahale. Yeah. Uh, and tonight we are joined by our uh, Commissioner Mahale and our Fact Checker Mahale through the Typity Types, which is going to be great. We're excited to have you guys along yeah, for the ride. And also... People in chat tonight. Indeed. And also one of the, the better uh, spoiler warnings that we have that we actually used last week. It's good. That's Very true. Tragic. I don't remember what spoiler warning we used last week. I remember, I, I remember if all the spoiler warnings. I just don't remember when we used them. Spoiler yeah. warning. Well, I think. Remember, if you are a Patreon, you can. One of your benefits is to record a spoiler message for us. Indeed. Now, currently, the only spoiler messages we have cover the entire length of the series. We do not have spoiler warnings that say this episode is spoiler free, which does happen from time to time. We have one. We have one. We have one that is spoiler free, but we do not have any that are marginal that go like, hey, this one's through book five, or this is a partial spoilers stuff. So this is an only big spoilers, but no small spoilers episode. This is an only small spoilers, but no big (laughs) spoilers. Yeah, something like that. Stuff like that. You get you get it. Indeed. You You get it. But, but if, if you, you want to get things both big and small that have our names and or chibi faces on well, no, not the chibi faces, <laughs> but our names on them and other things that us, mainly Josh, has created, uh, head on over to New Creations by Jen. <laughs> you can find all sorts of Wheel of Time inspired uh, gifts over there, both from your favorite podcasters here on the Black Tower podcast, 
as well as some other shows all the way up to the illustrious Kate Redding and Michael Kramer. So Indeed. go and check it out, newcreationsbyjen.com. And if you don't want to type it, well, just click the bookmark that, uh, that you have for blacktowerpod.com because we know you bookmarked <laughs> it because it's the best. It's the best. Creations. And then just click Jen. on the button that says New Creations by Jen. And get yourself some dope merch. Do it. You can also get the, the Taste of Tank shot glasses from there and the Two River Sniper. So you can do the thing. Uh, S-O-U-S's. What? <laughs> Nothing. What? Spoilers of unusual size? I, I don't, don't think, think they, they exist. exist. Uh, uh, what a great the reference on Two on Culture to get. What? You never saw The Princess Bride? Oh, it's been like Wesley, what about the R-O-U-S's? Oh, rodents of unusual size? I don't think I don't even think they exist. And fucking Warwick Davis in a rat costume jumps on him. Uh-huh. Great. Oh no. I can't I can't remember most of it. The chat wants you to get bake fired. No, 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 no. Don't do it. I'll finally have a smoking hot bod. <laughs> Got him. Uh, maybe I'll watch it. Who knows? Now, now I'm stuck oh, trying to find time to finish shit. watching The Last of Us. Thanks a lot, Dragon. <laughs> Specifically, that was fun. For those um, of you who don't know, we were on a Dragon Mount uh, live stream where we were doing a rewatch of The Last of Us. Uh, it was episode one, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It's still up on the YouTube Ewels. Go give it a shot. Go give it a check. Go listen to us cry and sob. Three grown men crying and sobbing. That's what it does. That's what happened the whole time. Ronan no, I'll be not sense. taking questions at this time. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh. Have you guys tried this? So good. I have not tried your drink since it's in Utah <laughs> and not here. I suddenly remember why I don't like using virtual backgrounds when mm. the stands in it. Yeah, I was feeling a little left out for a second and then I couldn't remember where we had them saved. So I was I don't like, know. Did we did we have one for you? Did we make yours? Yeah. I feel like yep. we did. I might yep, everybody here. has one. See, here's what happens if I don't use it though. I'm gonna show you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. my yeah. Your office is intense. Both of ours are actually relatively not, not intense. I'm gonna go back. Oh wait, no, yeah, I do have it. Hold on, I can actually drop it into yeah, the got it. thing. You got it. So we are, uh, as Andrew said before, we are the Black Tower Podcast. We are a are we feel of time podcast. We have merch that is super amazing at New Creations by Jen. If you want to go to our website, blacktowerpod.com, the link is right there. If you want to be a Patreon, the link is right there. If you want to see photos from JordanCon, there's a photo album right there. And if you want to uh, be a part of the photo album, all you have to do is send me those photos and I'll add them to the photo album. How easy it's is that? True. It's true. While we're sitting here tonight, I'm going to add the photos that Andrew sent to me to be no. added. Not the, <laughs> not the things. They're going to happen. 
only two photos that I know that exist that prove that I was <laughs> even there. Everything else I have is circumstantial evidence. Circumstantial. But what are we talking about tonight, everybody? What, what do we got? What do we got? Well, What's on the docket? Well, the first thing on the docket is going to be me putting my virtual background back on again because now I feel left out. It's hey. okay. I'll be taking mine off because I hate this, but <laughs> but I want oh, to but I wanted to be part now. of you. Or part of for the, the part of this world for a moment. Yes, moment. I wanted to be part of this world. Maybe I should unmirror mine so that we actually do look do you, no 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 uniform. yours is actually not mirrored to us. Yeah. Yours is Are fine you serious? to everyone else. Yes. Yes. Oh, you want to see how it looks to me? Here, I'm going to snip it and clip it. Well, while you're yeah, doing mine that, also looks doesn't backwards. Yeah, cut things off uh, is going to be today's spoiler warning, brought to you by the lovely folks over at the Gleanin's Apprentice. The Black Tower uh, no, stands okay. fully erect. When the tower is bulging at full erectness, you must protect yourself from tainty spoilers. Your spoiler condom must cover the immense girthiness of all 14 books of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With an itty-bitty tip at the top for the prequel New Spring. If your condom is too small, you will get tainty spoilerages all up in your eye. Or ears. You, you have been, been warned. warned. Yeah. I so we actually one. we actually use the Gleeman's Apprentice one uh, twice in a row. It just changed. What the fuck happened? Yeah, it changed because oh, I shit. changed it. We didn't use norms for the last one, uh, which was the end of that thing. Well, you know what we can do right now? We can Hello, edit that out and I'm do norms. <laughs> Hello. I'm Tam Sorrell Norm. You may remember me from the We're double bag it tonight. Tower podcast. I'm here to give you a public service announcement about spoilers, as this episode may contain some. As if oh, you didn't already up. know that, like watching the film Titanic and being surprised that the boat sinks at the end of the movie. Hello, moron. The movie is called Titanic. Of course, the boat fracking sinks. This show is called the Black Tower Podcast, as in from the Wheel of Time. And these three guys are Ashaman. Well, at least two of them. I don't know about that Josh guy. <laughs> anyway, you have been You know what, Norm? I even sent you your taint sauce. I hope you're happy with yourself, sir. I'm sure he is. <laughs> I'm just about to say, I'm sure he's just fine. I'm sure he's he a doing? little more tainty than he was when he first started. <laughs> his best. He doing oh. his best. But anyway, what are we talking about tonight? So tonight we are actually going back to uh, a topic that we had started a little bit ago um, and had done some some different talks about, but uh, we did not quite get through what we wanted to talk about. And if I'm not incorrect, we actually had kind of like a, a different idea and went in a totally different direction than had originally. As, as we do. As we do. Uh, planned. So last time we did this, we were talking about sort of the power differences. Like rules between... and more like guidelines. Sorry. That's why it wouldn't be helpful to be killing you. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> um, Best part for leaving in ghost stories is her. You're in. You're one. in one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
Uh, last time we talked about this, it was sort of the power differences between the people in the Age of Legends and now, except that we kind of didn't do that. We kind of just talked about different aspects of power levels, uh, especially in the, like, it's very confusing the way that they talk about power levels because it changed, like, three different times throughout the book series. Uh, And so even when they did try to quantify it, it got very confusing because sometimes Moraine would be stronger than somebody else because it would be two different scales and you'd be like, why is this happening? Um, but anyway, we thought we would circle back to sort of the intent of this topic when it was actually written into our handy-dandy magical scheduler spreadsheet. Um, You're wrong, Josh, I believe you were actually the one who put this in. Uh, and you yeah, were I the thought one we who, learned our like, lesson with asking me about topics <laughs> that I put in or did not put in. Bold of you to assume I can learn. I, I I believe the tangent. So so we've gone on a metaphysics. I'm just going to call it a metaphysics series because we've yeah. talked about different things. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this particular tangent was the actual metaphysics of channeling. Like what? How is? No. Why do? No. Why? That's a different. That's later. Up, was that different? That's no. later. Well, see, yeah. this is what happens when you ask me. All right. Well, here's, I get it wrong. It's it's in there. It's <laughs> oh yeah, I see it. We're not doing yeah. that until the end of May. Yeah, it's up for everybody that listens to this now. You know. Yeah. Well then, whoa, whoa. oh, this is oh, this Wait. is straight up power differences. I, I got so again, completely confused for a second. This is I was like, originally. Wait, it is May. <laughs> yeah. Right. We are. It's uh, gonna be it was May. originally called "Power Differences Between Age of Legends and Third Age." Okay. Yeah. Well, for one, male channelers in the Age of Legends were like super powerful. Were they? And male channelers in the Third Age were next to non existent. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the obvious one, just for yeah. starters. Thanks I, for that. Let me. The, <laughs> Everybody from the Age of Legends that could channel uh, in general was markedly stronger in channeling than anybody alive in the Third Age. It, sorry, anybody born in the Third Age, not anybody alive. Um, with rare, well, with what would be rare exceptions, but doesn't feel like rare exceptions because the exceptions to the rule are in your face the entire book series. Uh, because well, people yeah. like Egwene and Nynaeve and Avienda and Elaine and are very important characters. Yeah, um, yeah. So they're going to be in your face every single time. But in mass, like they're not the average. They're not the commonality. Um, Correct. Uh, Moraine and Suan uh, Sanchi, as the Emerlin, uh referenced this uh, at the start of the series. They're like, you know, they talk about how remarkable it is to find three Chandlers, much less three incredibly or two at the time, two incredibly powerful Chandlers from yes. uh, the Two Rivers area. That being um Egwene and Nynaeve uh and throughout the series we kind of learn what the cause of that is though it's not like directly confirmed there's enough uh enough evidence to point to it uh because we see the the Saurans avoid it by using their male Chandlers as breeding stock before they kill them 
um, to keep their Chandler base uh, diversified and strong. Uh, whereas the rest of the world says, no, just die in one form <laughs> or another. Either we make you go die, and it turns no, out you don't actually die. You show up and you get turned and you make the enemy strong. way you see fit. <laughs> yeah. Um, they pretty much just set you set you loose uh, in the desert of your IL and say, pick a god and pray to them as long as they're over there. <laughs> and then you it comes back to bite everybody in the ass because this entire yep. time you've basically been sending the shadow soldiers. Um, so, But only if they file their teeth. <laughs> Fair enough. Only. Only. All um, of you who don't file your teeth, <laughs> we just kill you. Uh, so you've had this the whatever you call there's a part of this chaining ability that that definitely appears to be genetic there's a genetic disposition to uh the channeling strength in addition to the the kind of um the the binary uh gendered restrictions on channeling in general i mean there are obviously exceptions um but just like anything else, uh, people do this all the time with selective breeding, whenever they try to be a breed of um, purebred like dogs and horses for racing and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff, where you selectively only allow uh, subjects to breed that have desirable characteristics because you're trying to foster those desirable characteristics in the offspring. Well, whenever you cut out half of the equation of reproduction, that carries the genes to make people able to channel over time, that ability is going to be less and less uh, present. And ultimately, it winds up uh, leading to a, a massive and drastic weakening of channelers in mass in the third age. That actually Understandably. But... That actually just reminds me of the, the stupid, stupid line in uh, X3 where oh god Iceman is sitting down bobby is sitting down with his family and his mom goes i'm so sorry this is all my fault and pyro is standing off in the corner and he's like actually uh the x gene mutates on the male side so technically <laughs> it's his fault and you're just like first and foremost that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my life and like <laughs> this is this is the medichlorians in episode yes. one of star wars go go away right now but also so that is exactly yeah. yes <laughs> but, I mean, so the cool thing about like the the wheel of time is we get direct comparisons that aren't like assumptions based off of stories of how people how powerful people were in the age of legends like no we have people from the age of legends to directly compare strength to true um, right. and it, uh, to me I think it's it's easy to forget because when you think about just how strong even the weakest member of the chosen is in comparison to everybody else, or even like Mo Gideon, like she she's remarkably strong in the third age, but she was not anything remarkable in the age of legends. She she was skilled, she was she had talent, but she wasn't like anything to write home about. You no, know, Luce Theron wasn't like, oh, look at how strong she is. Um and, Luce didn't even know who she was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. well <laughs> um and but she goes toe to toe with Nynaeve mm -hmm. and or Nynaeve rather goes toe to toe with her and so like just like the frame of uh or I try to keep framing it in my mind you know that you have to be abnormally strong and gifted in the third age 
to even stand a chance against someone who was considered relatively average amongst their peers channel from the age of legends look what they do to have to look what they have to do to emulate <laughs> even a fraction of our power yeah so here's the thing that gets me with with this particular uh development um i think, I think where he's gonna tell us why he actually wrote this down no no because what i'm hearing is talking about like what is Write actually channeling because we were know. talking about but anyway we'll go there Remind you later you didn't know but the the thing is you've no, got at, so andrew i like know. where you went with nynaeve the mogedian because nynaeve they're like oh my god nynaeve is so powerful nynaeve is so amazing and you're like yeah she is she's like super super powerful in the the one power they talk about Egwene being more powerful than i can't remember if they say all of the sisters in the white tower that we know of or most of the whites of most of the sisters in the white tower um but i'm doing my i'm doing my reread and i'm in the eye of the world right now and they're in barelon and uh i will i will check up on that as soon as i get to it I think um, I think like just like they do in the TV show, I think Maureen does like at some point make a reference to yeah, Egwene has the potential to be stronger than all of the Aes Sedai she Yes. And and the cool thing is uh they talk about Nynaeve being a bonfire next to the candle that is Egwene. Like I do know that that comparison is made. Basically, Which I think is actually is... hyperbole, but like well, at mean, the same yes. time, yes. But the, it's the like point you're being... a campfire, Egwene, and Nynaeve is a larger campfire. Like <laughs> Nynaeve is a burn barrel. Like let's do this. <laughs> uh, but but <laughs> so the thing is, time is melting fast. There are definitely <laughs> times where where Nynaeve is definitely a dumpster fire. Um, but <laughs> damn. Fair, but dang. We're gonna get canceled. <laughs> no again. No, I mean, anyway, I like, I like how the show did it. I mean, uh, we don't get to see the direct comparison of Nynaeve in full fury channeling next to a Gwen sure. sitting there off to the side going, Oh fuck, she's strong. Um, <laughs> but you know, the, the TV show I think does a really good job of saying, you know, like a blazing sun, which we yeah, yeah, yeah. we know that Logan was not seeing her channeling, that he was seeing her um no, it wasn't. What was he seeing? Yeah, what could he see? Because he could see. He was seeing. It was like a. It was like an effect of the weaves she was yeah. doing. I mean, I it is entirely it possible kind of that given explanation. Actually, it is to be fair entirely right, possible that given in the show that Nynaeve is a Taviran, they are yeah, calling her that's that. Right. That he can actually see how Taviran she is, because yeah, again, mm-hmm. if. If in the series you call Nynaeve Taviran, which is fine, I'm actually fine with that. This is another discussion that we will have soonish that we have started before and will will have again, if you will. But if you are calling Nynaeve in the series Taviran, she is clearly not as strong as Rand, the strongest ever fucking Taviran. But she's pretty Taviran when it comes right down to it, like. The stuff she does is pretty impressive. And so if you're giving credit to a number of the things that she does as being Taviran nature, she's pretty strongly Taviran. 
Master Kinslayer, what shall we do? <laughs> well, I, I will say this. So we've got in in the White Tower. She's mostly to Vivian, which means they she's can, slightly not. They can basically have dick measuring contests where they can say, I can hold more of the one power than you can. And they well, can easily. Not in Utah, they can't. Not anymore. Not in Utah. Can? That's right. No, they do regularly because yeah. it's their hierarchy right it's oh. not even just can it's regularly must but i mean i mean it is one of the abilities of Sidar. <laughs> whereas with sidine they don't really have a good way of quantifying it's okay. just a that's more intense yeah. of an aura than i can put off so he can channel more powerfully than i can Nobody in the White Tower not... gets challenged to Agni Kai anymore, and it really fucking shows. Jokugeki! <laughs> 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 who is the best cook who can also channel in the White Tower? That's really, that's really the, the question. I'm pretty sure it's Yuki Hiroshima. But, you know. You know. Well, you and know. this is actually one of the other things that I think is interesting that I really appreciated that Robert Jordan brought in before the end of the series, uh, or before he stopped writing at least, so he didn't sort of pass the buck to to Brandon to sort of bring this around, is the idea that before you before you go to the White Tower, you're getting a bunch of information from Moraine that hey, the Forsaken are actually terrifying because they can do a lot with Sidar. Not only is it just about power, but they already have that on us, period. Like, if you if you take everything out of, else out of the equation, they're stronger than everybody in the entire tower alone. So that's already scary. Add to that the fact that they actually also know what they're doing with Sidar in ways we can't even imagine. They're terrifying. Never go up against a Forsaken. If you run into a Forsaken, run away, get out of there, deal with it later, blah, 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 blah. And then she meets Nynaeve and Egwene, and, like, Egwene starts coming into her own and things like that, and then she witnesses Rand channeling and things like that, and she's like, okay, Egwene, you should definitely probably still run. If you meet a Forsaken. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't know. Eh, maybe you might be okay. And Nynaeve, like, unless you're mad, definitely run. But if you're mad, like, you can probably fuck up a Forsaken. Like, again, they still have way more on you as far as knowledge is concerned. But, like, your power in and of itself is really, really ridiculously impressive. And then, later on in the series... After we've met a bunch of Aes Sedai who are not as strong as Egwene and Nynaeve. After we've met a bunch of uh, Aiel who are not as strong as Egwene and Nynaeve, even though a number of them actually rival sisters in the tower and things like that. Then they meet the Windfinders and the Sean Chan uh, Damane. Right. And suddenly there are a half a dozen women who are at Egwene and Nynaeve level. 
And one of them who is the strongest channeler who isn't a Forsaken in the entire series. And if I'm not even like remembering completely incorrectly, I think she is the strongest channeler and she is matched by a Forsaken, but even the Forsaken are not higher than her. Uh, Olivia, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think she is legitimately the strongest female channeler in the entire series, including Forsaken. Yes. Yes. And so again, it's definitely a situation where like they're they're calling out channelers and it is both a you know the the white tower is a shadow of what it once was. The windfinders are still absolutely doing what they're doing, but again, they also send uh their their male channelers away. The the Aiel send their male channelers into the waste, all of this different stuff. So so channeling is a dying genetic thing, seemingly. But at the same time, just like genetics, you're getting these weird outliers where the old blood is just ridiculously strong. And you have Nynaeve just kind of popping up out of nowhere in Manetherin. And you have Olivia just kind of popping out of nowhere in Shanchan. And you have... Um, you know, the, the two wind finders that when they're using the bowl of the winds, Nynaeve is like, holy shit, these people can hold so much of the one power. And they're popping up sort of out of nowhere in the, the Athan Mier. So it's definitely one of those cool things that I really appreciate that Robert Jordan puts in that is, it may be dying, but is definitely not dead. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the things I, I like I'm, too is they... None of the third age Chandlers, with rare exception, when you have someone like um, like Olivia or you have like Rand, uh, these individuals, uh, and in some cases Nynaeve, none of the third age Chandlers win by sheer force of will, sheer power. Also true. They, they win by tactic and strategy, um, which is something that we see the Chosen continuously fl- like flounder in, because they are yes. so innately stronger than all of the other Chandlers. That their their arrogance makes them believe, well, we don't really need to use anything special. Like I just inherently, by being me, am better. Like yeah, you know, whenever they say get better, they're using me as a reference. You know, pretty much <laughs> get their good attitude. scrub. Yeah. Oh, so, so become a chosen. Okay, cool, great. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> out of like absolute necessity, the only way for third age Chandlers to stand a chance against the chosen and the force of the the, the shadow is to innovate they have to and necessity is the greatest originator of innovation and it's whenever that necessity is Is either either innovate or die it's a pretty good fucking motivator and that's why we see like slowly throughout the series like channelers doing things that in any other time frame they wouldn't even consider it Mm -hmm. in any other time frame elaine would not consider trying to replicate a Terangriol or any Angriol. She would just be like, okay, because it would have been peaceful. She would have went to the White Tower. They would have been like, yeah, we don't fuck around with that because here's all the records of the last 20 Aes Sedai's that try and they all because die. Because if you fuck around, then you find out. And you don't <laughs> exactly. want that. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes in this story, sometimes when you fuck around, you don't find out though. You just die. 
<laughs> I mean, well, I feel around, like that's everybody else out. finds out. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> See? Yeah. It's like the, um, uh, the murder of crows investigating what killed their friend. They're like, we don't know what happened, but we don't want to do whatever they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm about to take on a controversial view, which do is a thought it. that I've just do had. It. There is actually no, no spoon. degradation in channeling ability. Because we're leaving out one extremely important aspect and that is that nobody in Randland seems to actively recruit the white uh, tower doesn't no. actively recruit if, I, it, like i if, like where you're going hold on though nynaeve would not be Aes Sedai at all moraine noticed that she was a channeler and was like oh okay so you're a wisdom cool I turned her nose up, sniffed wilder, walked away, didn't recruit, didn't want to teach her, didn't want to bring her home, nothing. She wasn't even going to bring Egwene. Egwene basically was like, no, I'm coming on this motherfucking adventure. You can't stop me. And so Moraine was like, okay, I really don't have a choice. I wasn't here recruiting but cool if i bring back a powerful channeler what can the harm you know where, where's the harm in that <laughs> the they know they're gonna not know actively recruit women who can channel they actively recruit whom they believe are wise ones but as we know some wise ones do not channel and i'm willing to bet the inverse is true that there are also women who can channel in the IEL societies or women who can learn to channel sure. who do not cultivate that, who do not become wise women, Where is who the do stay as whatever the case may be. As whatever now, the case may be. And then wavefinders, I mean, their society is a bit of a mystery, so we don't know. I would imagine if you are a woman who is discovered to be able to, you know, read the winds and become a wavefinder, that that would be a prestigious thing. So I would imagine there would be testings and things like that. But it's also, it's also very dangerous, right? Because they can't let Aes Sedai know, A. B, they only have so many ships. So it's not like they want to be inundated with a lot of channelers. And C... Every single time they find a channeler, they have to make the decision of whether or not they send this one to the White Tower to keep the White Tower off their backs. So no societies in Randland actively recruit women who can channel. So that would stand to reason that many women who can channel just go undetected. Many of them probably mm. die after their first touching. Many of them who survive develop blocks and just don't channel because they can't. Many of them take positions like naive as healers or wisdoms. And many of them who are born, who are able to learn, who are not born with the spark, but who are able to learn, just never learn. And we know this has got to be the case because you're telling me that the two rivers who in the end of the series produced 
dozens of powerful channelers, both male and female. You're telling me that they've never done that prior to this generation. That it was this generation that all of a sudden sprouted up dozens of powerful channelers all of a sudden out of nowhere because the wheel wanted it, which, hey, I can get behind that because the wheel says, now it's time. But at the same time, I have to believe that a lot of this talent is going unnoticed. And a lot of this talent is just simply not being used. See, I so agree I, with the number of Chandlers that are probably out there. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, the strength, I'm the six of one half dozen of the yeah, other The kind strength, of thing I, where... I disagree. Um, I think there were definitely Chandlers born in Amonsfield and the surrounding Two Rivers area that you know, either never channeled or died from uh, some weird sickness that nobody can figure out. Yeah. In but the books. Because once that... Nynaeve knows who she is, she thinks about other wisdoms who have had, that, yes. who they know about that this has happened to, that she surmises this occurred. So, yeah. like, again, we even know some names of people who you are exactly right, Josh, about a generation ago or half a generation ago or whatever. There's a wisdom who we're pretty strongly believing that that's true about. But again, that doesn't mean they're a 10 or a 1, whichever scale you're on. It just means that they exist. It's, it's, it's such yeah. a different statement to say that they're a strong channeler than to say they're channeling able at all and that's that's what i was going to say is like i think this generation is the only one in recent history to produce channelers of the caliber of nynaeve and Egwene, because Mm -hmm. we can't count rand as an inherent child of menethrin absolutely correct because one of his lineage is menethrin so he is an outlier example that makes it look like maybe there are more a, a higher preponderance of channelers uh, there but i mean we have this whole thing about the wheel turning out things well ahead of time or setting the stage for things that it needs right so it would make sense that if the dragon reborn is ultimately going to make his way and grow up in a mom's field that the pattern is going to go just like there are other to there they're there to help him and he's linked to with matt and Aaron then it stands to reason that the the wheel is also going to in its will know that he's going to need other friends sure Sure. and who knows maybe just by the his presence already um as a slowly building uh to effective tavirin um you know acted like radiation a little bit and mutated some of the cells as people were able to learn channel who knows Yeah, I I will also throw out there that we actually have two relatively good sort of large examples of what you're talking about being true, but also not being true, which is number one, our favorite place, the Black Tower. They do not find hundreds of people who are at like, you know, Samael and Ishamael levels of channeling ability when they do go out recruiting. They find a ridiculously large number of channels channelers because no one has actually been actively looking for and trying to recruit male channelers unless they're trying to kill them if they're the Red Sisters. 
Uh, and so again, they they find that ridiculously large number of male channelers, but like they definitely talk about in the series that like Mazram Taim, Logan, and Rand are like head and shoulders above every other person that they're finding. And so in the end, like they're the three guys who decided to go ahead and declare themselves the Dragon Reborn because they're head and shoulders above any other male channeler. And they were like, well, this has got to mean something, I guess. Like, um, <laughs> I, and I so, think even you know, being a man who a can channel, though, it. gives you that a little bit. I mean, a little bit. I, I absolutely agree. But then you have guys like Dom or Flynn who were like, I can actually channel a like solid amount. Like, I'm not unimpressive when it comes right down to it. And I'm an old guy. And guess what? I've never had the inclination to go ahead and call myself the fucking Dragon Reborn. <laughs> that shit is well, for other people. I don't want to be anywhere near that. <laughs> like, well, one, uh, Dahmer Flynn, when they tested him, he was like, I think I can, but I don't know. And well, he really was also the very first going one. on. Yeah, he was first to be tested. Yeah, he was the very first to be tested. And the second and thing again, we that, all know and, that Mazram time was blustering when he was like, Well, I can test people to see if they can channel. Like he can, but he doesn't do it very well for the first few. But he's like, haha, I can do this, and the dragon reborn can't, so I'm better. And you're like, you're still shit at it, but okay, I guess. <laughs> I it, and here's my second thing, which is more of a question. Do we ever get when we I know it talks a lot about the the women um the women forsaken are so much more powerful than the men do we ever get a direct apples to apples comparison when it comes to the men because the only one i know of for sure is they say rand is so much more powerful and uh well they don't they don't actually say that the female chosen are stronger than the males in fact, they actually specifically kind of say the opposite. That Rand and no, Demandred I mean, are actually the strongest channelers, yes. if you yeah. will, in, in the world. Like, again, including men and women. Again, it's absolutely, as you said, a little apples to oranges. But again, like when it comes right down to it, their ability to just take in power, just amount of power in some ways... Rand and Demandred right. are like the and Moradin are like the strongest beings on the planet. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, do we ever get it for like the Black Tower? Mm-hmm. Do we ever get a an apples to apples comparison of Age of Legends male channeler Forsaken to Third Age male channelers? Yes. I know they compared uh, now, Taim granted, after he comes out, after it's revealed that he is right. that Mahale, as that is his uh, chosen name, that he still ranks under all of the, or I think he's like mid-tier with the, the male chosen, isn't he? He's, he's just under all of the other named ones. Uh, he yeah. would have been stronger than Asmodian if he'd actually still been alive. And I mean pre-trapping Asmodian, not post. He would have yeah. been stronger than Asmodian, and he's weaker than everybody else. Well, and this this becomes the issue, right? Because the you know the mean or average of channeling ability, right, 
if you've yeah. got a comparison of all the third age female channelers, the average would be, you know, here yeah. and all the female age of legends channelers is the actual average much higher. Probably. Yes. We would assume. I think yes. it is. Yeah. But once again, remember, yeah, no, you're the absolutely only channelers we have record of are the famous ones. Correct. Yes. And I think that that, that, that there is actually a lot to say about that. Um, that, that, that is part of, I think this discussion. And I think that that's actually a valuable discussion to have is the, okay, let's take a step back. In the books, page time wise, we talk about, um, as far as named channelers, we have all of this anecdotal information about channelers from the Age of Legends, which are almost exclusively chosen. And then we have anecdotal information about all of the women who are still alive or, or who are born in the third age and have a certain amount of, of channeling ability. And we do not really get a direct comparison as far as whether one is better than the other or whether they're close or whether the average is actually the same. There was just like, there's just a wider spectrum in one than the other. Because again, one of the things that we rely on a lot in these books is the unreliable narrators of Lanfear and Mogedian and Demandrid and Moradin who walk around dismissing everything in the third age as being worse than the age of legends and are we actually sure that it was worse in the that it's worse in the third age than the age of legends if we're being honest probably the age of legends is called the age of legends for a reason but at the same time moradin walks around and goes cups were better in the age of legends like <laughs> is that actually true like or is he just being a bit of a dick like and so when he walks around and says you know these Aes Sedai are no more than children what aspect is he talking about is he talking about their knowledge of their ability to use Sidar and the weaves that they had in it, the age of legends is he talking about Man, none of these people, none of these women could actually even hold a candle to the amount of Sadar that the average uh, Aes Sedai in the Age of Legends could hold. Is he talking about like it it's a little hard to pin down those things because when sure. it comes right down to it, Lanfear and Moradin and Demandrin and everybody they're kind of dicks and they really do walk around being like, Man, trees were cooler in the Age of Legends and like this was cool. And you're like, Shut, <laughs> they're fucking. Up. Trees, like you pretentious dick and of course on one hand they probably were there were groves in the age of legends like and things like that and some of it really was cool but also like <laughs> more like, shoddy bringing the heat in the chat remember if you want to be in the chat you got to join the patreon truth um I mean, look when it when it comes to like any kind of like close to concrete thing we have on like the relative yeah. strength of different channelers the best we have in terms of a qualitative measurement comes from the wheel of time companion which has the second power rating scale and very well known to differ from the books because the problem yes. you run into when you're trying to quantify quantify power using a magic system that doesn't have like 
blanket bars like there's no level cap to different things mm -hmm. it's just your ability your skill your tact with it that affects it so somebody that uh that can channel very little could actually better somebody that can channel a fair amount more than them by using proper tactics so yes. it makes it hard so when you look at strength you basically are gonna if you want to qualify it you're gonna have to go with how much of your related power source can you hold and effectively mm -hmm. use yes and when you do that you wind up with the uh now three times changed power scaling chart uh because originally there are three of them so it's a twice changed we have three different scales yeah okay. yeah so you have the original scale um that where is it it only had 60 base levels yeah and then it was edited to include an additional uh 12 mm -hmm. levels where mm -hmm. now the current number 13 is equivalent to the old number one level yep. and then when even that wasn't enough they had to add another six levels which are annotated by the plus plus and then the number yeah right um which those numbers only take an account for uh channeling ability and strength above the maximum strength level uh that a female channeler can reach um, according yep. to this chart so obviously the plus plus one the very top one is uh ishi slash morden loose there and slash rand and yep. ravine yep. followed immediately by um agonor slash osagar demandred logain and mazrim and samael yep so the the only forsaken stronger than than Tyene was Morden and Ravine, and he was considered on par with Damadred and Samael and Aganor slash Osengar, Gar, Gogor, Gor, whoever. Just pick a Gar. Osengar, Gar, 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 Gar. Yeah, but. Everybody else that's above the the number one slot that's in the plus plus, they're they're with the exception of Narishma, um, they're all other chosen. They're Asmodian, yep, uh, Balthamel slash Arangar and Bilal. Yep. Um, and then you have Lanfear, Olivia, and Simrog taking the top spot um from like they're the peak of female strength and, and channeling. Mm -hmm. Um, followed by uh Sindane, which isn't really saying that much different because it's just land fear that, reborn. I was about to say yep. Sindane is land fear, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is just, the problem with this particular power. chart is that yeah. like, yeah, it it just gets a little weird when you're well, but she gets nerfed using multi. She does. She comes back yeah. as Sindane. Correct. So, I I agree with you, but also yeah. like they do weird things with the particular chart that we were using the last time we were looking at this, sure, or, and yeah. things like that where it's like. So, well, she gets nerfed, but it's also like seems, this is blah blah blah. This one blah, seems blah, blah, more blah. accurate than the one I looked at last time, I think. Okay. Because this good. one it puts Nynaeve um at the number three spot along with Kerrigan McConnor and Grendel slash Hesalom right above right. Mogidian. So that's at number three, uh, which is 10 spots higher than the previous uh rating system. And Egwene and Elaine take up the same spot at spot number eight. Which is right above uh Cad Swain, uh Bode Causin. Um Bode yeah, obviously comes so, over eleven. So one other bit of information we don't have training tactics and techniques in the age of legends. 
Also true. I was going to say that a lot of the Sean Chan end up being a little bit stronger than the, the Aes Sedai because they push themselves. Not the Sean Chan Suldam, but the Sean Chan Damane. They are pushed. And what their does the White point. Tower actively discourage? Pushing yourself. Don't take a risk. And yeah. so, so here's your here's life is more important than your strength. Do I Sedai in the age? And we know, we know that at the Black Tower, men are pushed. Oh yeah, you are you are you are told you will hold Sidine to the brim all day every. It is literally exercising a muscle. It is working a muscle every single day to push you to your fullest capability without yep. burning out. And Taim even straight up says, yep, some of them burn out. That's just how it is. Yep. And the sort of issue that we get with, uh, so once again, I, I kind of raise my, my, my theory that there may not actually be any degradation in raw ability. But the degradation comes, as we've talked about before, with Ishamael. So there is degradation, but it's not with raw ability. What it is, is Ishamael, who pops out every however many years, does his little touch the world cycles. And he says, hey, you guys shouldn't do that. Hey, you guys should do this. Hey, you guys should. And he starts a, a bit of an erosion. And there's a lot that he does to prevent them. No active uh, recruiting for the White Tower. You have uh, White Tower people who say, we place more value on your life than on knowledge. Which, hey, that's a great idea. We place more value on your safety than your abilities. Do not push yourself. Take things slowly. Take things safely which is kind of ironic because at the same time, they're like, go into these three wing rings to become Aes Sedai and maybe you'll come back. Maybe you won't. I don't know. The way, well, comes back, the way back comes only once. Stack makes a good point about how thorough the Sean Chan are. At a they certain test age, everyone. Every, every girl well, that was the other thing. Bond. And if it that controls was the you, other thing. well, there goes your life. You're done. Like, well, you're I, not dead, but your life of freedom is done. Yeah, I was actually going to say that as far as recruiting is that we have the Black Tower as an example, and then we have the Sean Chan because they are actively recruiting. It's a very different <laughs> kind of recruiting, which is why they're I'm actively recruiting. the Westlands. Also, look at the which, style yes. of no, recruiting. No, I know, that, I know. That I is intrinsic to the Black Tower. That. Like the yeah. Black Tower is going out and finding people mm -hmm. who otherwise basically have no hope in life. They're oh, like, yeah. I can go with them and learn something and be of use. Or, or I can air and go crazy Actually, and kill everybody I love. I'm I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it one step channelers. further. Because men do not come into town and say, "Who wants to come be a channeler?" What they say is, "The dragon has been reborn. We're marshalling an army to fight in Tarman Gaiden. Who amongst the men want to join and fight on the side of the light in Tarman Gaiden?" They load them all up. They wheel them outside of town and then they test them there 
and the ones who can channel go to the black tower and the ones who cannot channel go to uh daddy davram to be trained as part of the dragon's legion correct i think they just take them straight back to the black tower they're like once you volunteer you're stuck uh yeah i don't know that's a well, little no, they, they do they well, take but, them but wherever they take them back geographically the tower, that's where they're matter. tested and then separated out right no Ge- yes. that's not geographically true. what no they're tested they're tested at home it absolutely says that they are tested at home they test them at home and then the the ones well, who still want to come with them that can channel go to the black tower the ones who still want to come with them that can't uh, go to well, Davram, but again, once, it's also again once they've once they've been found to be able to channel. There's no go. It's like no, the Black Tower no, owns I, your ass, and and I get that. But like again, it does it does say that if you show up to the tower to be tested and can't channel, then they send you. Yes. To Yes, if, if you they come show to the up tower. to your town, they test you there. And I am sure they're not turning down volunteers for the army if you are found to not be able to channel and that they won't give you a ride back in a gateway. But they're testing them at their towns. They're not loading everybody up, bringing them back in a gateway, and then forcing them yes. into service in the army if they can't channel. They seem to kind of be forcing them into service into the Black Tower in some ways. Like, I don't think they ever go, hey, you can't go home. But they're also like, what are you going to go home to, motherfucker? Like, well, I think I think that's kind of the and that's actually kind of something I want to put in the fan fiction. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of one of the things is that once if you're a man who says, yes. I want to fight on the side of the light. I can see the weather. I can read the signs. I know shit is the fuckiest it's ever been. Harmon Gaiden is upon us. I want to fight for the dragon. I am. I want to do my part, as as a lot of men would. Yeah. I feel like if you jump into that cart and you're wheeled away from your village, and they say, "Okay, by the way, there's just one last thing we got to check." Stare to this, stare into this flame. Here's a flame. Here's a flame. Check the flame out. Oh, hey, listen here, buddy. You can channel. Uh huh. The dragon has uh, made it okay. You will be safe. You will not be hunted by the Radaja. Uh, after Winter's Heart, they can say that Sidene has been cleansed. You do not have to worry about uh-huh. going mad. Uh-huh. And which I think a lot of people are not going to believe, obviously. But we've as, already done that if, episode. Yep. If it were me <laughs> as a recruiter, as a recruiting Ashaman, and I found someone who could channel, I'd say, look, buddy, here's your choices. Come to the Black Tower, learn to use this weapon, learn to use this ability to protect those around you. Because remember, an Ashaman protects even 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 under taim that was the sales pitch okay uh-huh. under Logain, it was less a sales pitch and more a truth but even under taim that was the sales pitch and yeah. where you've already got a man who's left home to defend home fighting in tarman gaiden i feel like 
the added knowledge that you can channel is kind of like fucking figures. Okay, whatever, fine. <laughs> yeah, no, and, I and for again, someone I to say you can come to the Black Tower, you can learn to channel, learn to use this talent, and you'll have even more power to defend those you love. Uh-huh. Or you can go back, go mad, and kill them all. Yep. Great. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a difficult sales pitch. No, I I agree with that. And again, it is a question of we get so little information about the Black Tower. And this is one of those places where I would love to have seen more scenes of the Black Tower for just so many reasons. But one of them is how human is Tyene? We already know that he's a bit of a monster by the end of the the books. He has turned a number of men to the shadow using the, you know, you don't have a choice of the like 13, you know, channelers and the merge all and everything not giving you a choice to fight for the light anymore. Um, So we know he's a, he's a certain amount of monster, but again, how much does he start with? How much monster is he when he starts this thing? Is he going out to towns? Is he grabbing men and just saying, well, now that we've got you, you don't have a choice. You're now in service to the dragon reborn. You And if you don't do what we say, you know, well, you can't even channel. So like, you're not even going to be hard for us to kill. So you might as well just get in this cart and go, you know, fight with the, the dragon soldiers uh or you know oh you're adorable you can channel and you want to go home (laughs) yeah fucking stop it stop crying or i'll kill you and then you won't get to go back home anyway you might as well come to the tower and you know be one of my one of my ashaman because your other choice is death like how much of a monster was time in the actual recruitment process how much of monsters were his lieutenants his Sauravan Mahale and his Baijan Mahale when they went out recruiting because I would like to see a little bit more of that like starting to fall into darkness rather than having it basically feel like Mazrum goes from zero to 60 in very little time (laughs) but only because you're not seeing him go from zero to one to two to three to four to five you know, and so again, I, those are things that I think would be really interesting and would clear up some of these questions about what is Black Tower recruiting actually look like and how intense and insane was it? Like, I, but anyway. I will say this too, though. I feel like, I, I, I feel like, you know, because you've got, you've got two mechanisms of the Black Tower, at least early on, that yeah, you can kind of threaten a dude. If you're if you just pulled fresh recruits in, you tested them, you found they could channel and they go, oh hell no, I don't want none of this. You go first. There's the traitor's tree, which currently is adorned with the heads of those who tried to leave. Mm-hmm. Two, because we are policing ourselves in order to not become a target of the red aja let me assure you of this if you do not come with us right now and learn to use this gift we will hunt you down and end you Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like, again, I, I, I don't think that once you've convinced a man to join the Dragon's Legion and serve the dragon, I mean, the dragon is a terrifying enough idea as it is. And then to come in and say, no, the dragon is made flesh. He's real. Come serve the dragon. I feel like once you've got over that hump, like that's 90% of the battle. <laughs> you know. And then if you say you can channel, they go, fucking, All of right. course I can. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Cool. The dragon's but even gift. if, <laughs> even if someone is not okay or not happy with that after that, I feel like you could throw in the extra little, you're free to go but we will hunt your ass down and kill you so that you're not a danger to those around you. Yep. Which is a harsh take, but not an entirely unfair one in my opinion. Yeah. And so I don't think it's a hard sell. I really don't. Yeah. So, so just FYI, once again, smack while we were doing this i was also looking this up uh it just says that she is one of tuan's personal demane who is part of the kareen uh i do not remember her being a marath demane i remember her actually being a sean chan demane um but i i can't guarantee that because there's not a ton of information here it does say that lydia who is the one uh is sean chan nationality but again i mean the wiki's been wrong before so like <laughs> uh anyway so my final thoughts on this whole topic because i think that we're probably not going to do a part three we've we've talked <laughs> a lot about uh power at this point i'm sure that we will talk about many tangential uh or related topics uh but probably not this one specifically um i think it really comes down to what is the purpose? What is the purpose and the, the usage in the two ages? And so I actually am a lot with Josh in a lot of ways that is, I really think that they're starting. So if, if you look at it sort of as age one is us, and at the end of age one, they discover channeling or it becomes a, a thing that is prevalent and usable. Um, then I can guarantee that the idea that Robert Jordan had about it was not that it immediately uh, pops up fully formed from the head of Zeus and is exactly what it is in the Age of Legends. I'm sure it takes many many years and many many generations to actually get that spark that genetics all of that different stuff to get to where it is in the age of legends where channeling and science are coexisting in harmony and they are fueling so many different things and people are using it for all kinds of different purposes and they're doing incredible feats with channeling then you have the uh, the breaking, and you go into the Third Age. I feel like the Third Age is starting from a way better place to get back up to sort of that level of the Age of Legends. Um, but I don't think it's actually still there. I think that there has been a loss in general ability of that genetic 
passing of the spark between generations and things like that. I don't think it's huge, which is, again, why I think that they're still starting from a better place than, you know, scratch by any start, stretch of the imagination. And again, you have these, you know, genetic outliers like Nynaeve and Olivia and things like that that are showing how recessive things can still come forward as you know, really impressive ability and things like that. So I think that into age four, now that you have men back with their ability to use Sidene without, uh, you know, major unaffectable consequences, um, that we will get up to the Age of Legends type channeling uh, faster, but that I think that they are starting from less than they did in the Age of Legends. Um, and so I definitely think that the average has gone down, even if it has not gone down a ton. Um, but that again, I think that both the White Tower and the Black Tower go out and find people now, or the kin yes. finds people in Randland, and you know, the Aiel continue to find people in the waste, and the Sean Chan continue to find people in, in Sean Chan, and and then you get to make a decision in a lot of ways about where you go from there depending on who you are and where you're where you're from um and so i think a lot more channelers are found in the fourth age uh and so i think that that does bring up the average inevitably in some ways or maybe even bring it down if we're being completely honest but again their average isn't very good in the third age because it's just not a huge number of people so it just betters their statistics their knowledge of their statistics in the fourth age to actually talk to almost everybody you can channel, uh, find out where they're at, and then move into a place where they then get to have a little bit more of a say in what they do. Um, and I think that you get back up to sort of Age of Legends level uh, within a much smaller number of generations than you did originally. Also, again, doing the whole, you know, I got my uh, diploma in the waste, and then I got my associate's degree in on the the deck of the the charge horse, and, and then I went to <laughs> uh, you know Shara to go ahead and get my bachelor's, and then I went to the Black Tower and got gonorrhea. Like I think that also the interplay between the different societies also <laughs> kicks that into high gear as well. Anyway, that's my last thought. All right. And Andrew, you want to go next or do you want me to take this one? Oh, you can go ahead. Look, I I'm gonna I'm gonna do it this way. I'm gonna do it this way. I'm gonna put it into modern terms that we can see and understand. Two hundred years Thank ago. Thank you for that. Hey, I got you, buddy. Uh, 200 years ago, we did not have cell phones. We did not have computers. We did not have, I mean, we were barely breaking into like vehicles. Um, we didn't have almost all of the technology and comforts that we have. I mean, we didn't even have refrigerators 200 years ago. Okay. Um, so no air conditioning, no heating. If you wanted a, a warm home, you had to chop wood and start a fire okay now does that mean that people 
200 years ago were collectively dumber than they are today? I would say no. But once again, 200 years ago, 400 years ago, 500 years ago, 600 years ago, you've got people who shine, people who come, Sir Isaac Newton, people who just pop up and they they excel humanity in a very special way. And their intelligence sticks out as something very, very special, something very, very uh, uh, important, right? I know the YouTube now, comments we're going to get on this part. <laughs> now, that's not to say that they were not as smart as we are today, but what benefits do we have today? Their we have foundation? the ability to share information in real time. We have the ability to share information in a way that has never been seen at any point in human history. And, and we as use such, it to look at pictures of cats. And argue with strangers on the internet. But and rub we are well. able to collaborate. Unless you're in Utah. They better spring <laughs> forward so fast in Utah. We'll see what happens. But we're able to collaborate now on levels on um, first you before come for the now you come after my boners. And what that does for us is I may have a great idea, but my great idea will only be made better if I can get other people involved to test my idea, to look at my idea and say, eh, you've got a problem here. Oh, that's good. I didn't even think about that to offer different perspectives, fresh perspectives, and say, look, this is a good idea, but this is a problem. We actually see a really great illustration of this in the first Iron Man movie. When he flies up as high as he can, his suit gets covered in ice, and he goes, oh, shit, I need to take care of that problem. Well, when another guy comes along and creates another suit, he's like, how did you solve the icing problem? And, and he goes, the what? Because they didn't collaborate their information. One guy is starting from scratch another guy is starting from scratch point b tony stark made and this know... in a cave <laughs> with straps bare parts i love and i know this is a bit of an apples to oranges comparison but it's the point that i'm trying to make with the degradation and channeling ability is there some culling yeah probably i i, I would say that there's absolutely some effect in 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 ending the bloodlines of those who can channel however you're you're now going to a nature versus nurture argument because the wheel weaves as the wheel wills if the will if the wheel that's not what needs that phrase means but okay a giant <laughs> amazing channeler the wheel will then weave into existence a giant channeler. Like that's that's what we need right now. I I I stand. That's not nature versus nurture. Point. That's wheels versus. You said wheels. your last thoughts. 
Yeah, about this topic, not about your bullshit that you spewed. At the- I am I'm doubling kidding. down. Kidding. I'm getting. I am doubling down. I do Who not evil think occurs there was a significant degradation <laughs> in the ability to channel. I think the degradation came in the form of the Dark One's attacks on people eroding the capabilities and eroding the will of the people prior to Tarman Gaiden. And I think that once you get past that, once the White Tower starts, once the Saladar Aes Sedai start actively recruiting, who do they find? They find many women who are able to channel. Once the kin is discovered, and the kin is not only discovered to have a half dozen runaways, but several hundred women who can channel that are just not wanting to go to the White Tower and live that life, once you start uncovering some of these things, I really think the White Tower sure is Josh throttling itself. And I think we could have we channeling capabilities and the that are that are equivalent to the Age of Legends. The biggest degradation is the loss of knowledge that is why the forsaken look at them as untrained children because they don't even know a fraction that would be like us going back to the 1700s and being like bro why don't you just google it <laughs> oh you have trees here guess what the trees in the future so much bigger so no much bigger. i'm just saying you suck you guys are dumb <laughs> same thing and actually some of them are i'm sure that they are like the redwoods and things like that, I'm sure that they're hundreds of years bigger. But like most of them are cut down, so like they're definitely not bigger. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, your final thoughts. Finish us off on the on the the loss of knowledge thing. I mean, it's thought that the loss of the Library of Alexandria set humanity's progress or delayed humanity's progress by a couple hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we found uh, ancient analog computers uh, from a couple different uh, civilizations, I think, um, and different mechanisms they used. Basically, yeah, were analog uh, computers, just like the uh, the fucking abacuses, which still I, I I love that whenever somebody finds out that the abacus is kind of classified as an analog computer, the first computer, um, yeah, um, which turned out to be wrong. It wasn't the first. Uh, well, no, it was. Never mind. Because I think the other analog computer I'm thinking of was made after that because it was a, a brass uh, box to uh, track tides in the position of the moon um, at a harbor town. Anyway, um, it's it's one of those things that can, it's always going to be a valid argument and it's generally impossible to know which aspect of a change in ability and power dynamic is more detrimental whenever really both of them are are horribly effective um, at reducing the ability to channel in the Wheel of Time. Um, Because yes, there's a massive amount of knowledge lost in the Wheel of Time. That being said, the people that should have the most ready access to a lot of that knowledge religiously and continually get their asses handed to them time and time and time again uh, because just where knowledge can enable you to succeed arrogance about your knowledge can cause you to fail horribly um just ask any of the forsaken because they with maybe no not maybe with the exception of landfear 
they all ultimately fail. Uh, I'm not going to say that Lanfear ultimately wins. She doesn't. But at least she still has her brain and her life and will probably live ah. on for another couple hundred years uh, thanks to being in stasis uh, in the, the Dark One's prison. Um, but I don't, I don't think anybody's going to argue that, like, in mass, the, the ability to channel is heavily degraded from Age of Legends to current age. Um, and the debate generally just comes up to what is the cause of it? Is it the calling of male channelers? Is it the lack of experimentation and pushing uh, for rediscovery or new discoveries uh, by organizations like the White Tower? I don't think so, because uh, the IEL don't have a barment on trying to discover new things or experimenting with the power. Uh, the Shan Chan don't, the only restriction they have is better be in a fucking collar before you do anything. Um, as a matter of fact, they have all the reason to use them as test subjects because of their ideology of round channelers anyway. Um, and that shows in their combat effectiveness of uh, just how fiercely efficient uh, the Shan Chan channelers are at mass destruction. Um, like they're, they're the first weapons of war. Before the first Ashaman ever starts exploding heads and meat grinding, the Shan Chan show the absolute terror of combat leaves. The absolute terror that the Green Aja could have been had they, I don't know, ever did anything in their entire fucking life uh, besides... Oh, whoa, whoa. Men. Whoa. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Credit where credit <laughs> is due. They yeah. fuck real hard. I'm pretty sure the, the Green Aja allowed more Shadow Spawn to be killed by saving land than they did in their entire combined efforts of channeling against the Shadow. You know what? Oh. <laughs> Uh, don't get me wrong. Fuck. I still love the Green Aja. They're great. They just they don't do anything other than save well, land. The the Shan Chan attack on the White Tower showed us that. Yeah. Even even the even the uh, the head of the Green Aja straight up said, "Yeah, we are so ill prepared." <laughs> Who's that up there? It's got to be a member of the Green Aja making us look good. No, no. no. It's the one that's been drinking nothing but fork root tea since they got here, and uh, your leader has been saying that they're uh, the the false Amarlin this entire time. You know, the person you said was bad. To be fair, she is green. Uh, well, she, never she wore wanted to the be green shawl. She is Correct. of no Ajas. She proclaimed she... that she would consider herself raised from the green. That um, is correct. But and I so can proclaim that I can say myself raised from English royalty. I'm pretty sure that dream. that makes her agree. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I said hey, everybody. Right. I'm just saying as but what far is, as I what does that, that mean then? <laughs> that the most effective and the most efficient green Aja member was never actually officially green Aja. It means Ooh. she never learned their oh. bad habits. That's what yeah. it means. <laughs> So the best, so so the way here. to be the best Green Aja member is to never actually just join the Green Aja. Thank you just, so much for joining just us. Skip the whole process as we um, shit all over the White Tower again. Uh, oh, you can fully. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to hear from like Adam. Yeah, we're going to get. I can already see one. the comments. Uh, uh, that's fine. Hey, thanks for being if you here. Can, if you can what prove you me wrong think? about the Green Aja, then go ahead and comment. If you can't, then what? just say touche. Yeah. What What do you guys think? Yeah. Do you think there's severe actual degradation in raw ability to channel? 
You think, you think that because that they have not humanity used it, they have now lost it? Culling the ability and it is now oh. weaker by uh, our own doing? Or is there something more nefarious going on? Leave a comment down below and tell us wrong. what we missed. Tell us what we did wrong. Tell us what we did right too, because we love the validation because we're attention sluts. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for coming here to receive your weekly dose of taint. We hope that wherever you are, whatever you are, and however you are, you leave this broadcast just a wee bit more insane than you were when you first arrived. From all of us here to Black Tower, I've been your servant, Hail Josh. Uh, I've been your shit all over the green Aja Mahale, Andrew. And I That is an official your... title in the Black Tower, by the way. <laughs> and I've been your Amon Khan Mahale, Daniel. It's and the from all of us shits. here at the Black Tower podcast, this has been your uh, weekly dose of bad accents. We thank you for coming and listening to us. We hope that you're having a wonderful morning. And in case we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and tell my aged grandmother good night. Don't forget to uh, train your research. Always running the show. <laughs> yeah.